0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant, and I'm joined today by my two co-hosts. Liam. And
1: Georgiana Fleur, also known as George.
0: Yeah, (laughs) George like a boy. Like a boy. (laughs) You're talking
1: about my Twitter (laughs) account. Oh, I didn't
0: say that. You brought that up. We moved on (laughs) swiftly. Right now, guys, every episode or each episode, one of the hosts... Or a guest nominates an album that they think is flawless. We talk about why they love it, what they love about it, and in the end, we decide whether we agree whether it's flawless or not. Today, we have a guest, and I'm super excited Ooh. because we have. Drum roll, please. There it is. Hi,
2: everybody. My name's Tim. Um, I'm
3: Yep. Uh, Who are I'm you? Freezing Jim? up. Oh my God. Joking. <laughs> what, what, band what band are you in? Uh, right? I'm in a
2: band called Screen Feeder. I've yeah, okay. been for 29 years. And uh, and
1: what do you do in the band? What do you do in the band?
2: I play guitar, I sing, I write songs. Have you toured? We've toured once or twice. Uh, <laughs> we've put out one or two records.
1: Have uh, <laughs> done a good? couple of gigs? This is much <laughs> of an understatement. <laughs> and.
2: Um, <laughs> We've been pretty busy with it for a long time, and Wonderful. it's been pretty good fun. A couple of records, twenty-nine years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've, we've made a life out of it, to be honest.
0: Wonderful, Brew. That's flipping cool. Flippin'. S- <laughs> wow, well, we're warming up. Grant, Grant yeah. tries yeah. to keep it clean. Yeah, sometimes yeah, okay. <laughs> when it suits. <too laughs> you know,
1: your kids don't listen to this, right? <laughs>
0: no, that's true yet, but they may one day. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but you want them
1: not. to think you're cool.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> Dad just said flipping. Yeah. <laughs> he said flipping, you clown. All right, guys. So, Flawless has a Facebook group called Flawless Friends and Family. We'd love for you to join us. Tell us what you think about your favorite albums or the ones you don't actually like, um, or your favorite episodes, for that matter. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Flawless Friends and Family. What a wonderful iteration. It's so much
3: harder than the page. The page is just like, yeah, so much easier. But that's okay. Find a link in the show notes. It's there. You're fine. There you
0: go. We also have a Patreon. You can back us for as little as one AUD (laughs) a month. And no matter how much you back us for, you'll get get early access, prime access, to our special bonus episodes. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash flawless
3: AMP. It's so much easier that way. There we go, Much you can't, you can't You can't do that with groups, so that's the way it goes.
0: That's the way it is. All right, now, Tim, our wonderful guest tonight has got an album that he'd like to propose as Flawless. Please, over to you, sir. Okay, so it's an, al-
2: it's an album that uh, is, to me, amazing and super important in my life, but I feel honestly that its flawlessness for me is largely based on its many flaws. So controversial.
4: Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, That's
2: okay And when you talk about a music album And you say flawless or non-flawless Flaws or no flaws Really it's personal opinion And you can't say, oh it's definitely flawed Or it's definitely not flawed It's really about what it does for you Oh Mm -hmm. yeah, we all have Um,
1: varying opinions Every single time Um,
2: This is an album that uh, I grew up listening to punk rock a lot And um, this is an album that when I heard in I want to say like nine maybe, like I should have really put some more thought into it But I think my band was on tour and we were in Adelaide And we had some friends who lived in this old church Like cause Adelaide's full of churches And they lived wow. in this massive old church Well, not massive, it's a, it was a small church actually But they built rooms into it and stuff And it had the large central area which was, you know, still open They had a ping pong table in there and sofa so and stereo So blasphemous <laughs> and, um, Heresy <laughs> We walked in and they were expecting us and the guy came up to me and gave me a Cooper's Green, as you do in Adelaide. Sure. And said, it's dude, listen to this. Yes, it's a it's a Cooper's Pale Ale. Okay, thank you. And he put on the record player and he turned the amp right up and I heard this like weird little D minor, like, kind of like weird chord being played. And I was like, okay. And he says, just wait, dude, just wait. And so then this guy starts shouting about what happened in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and stuff. And I'm like, what's going to happen? He's like, just wait, just wait. And (laughs) (laughs) two minutes into the first song, the drums and guitar kick in with such a force that I practically was thrown back against the wall.
4: The 80s almost killed me. Let's not recall him quite so fondly. Some Kennedy O'Dean while we watched on MTV. And in the 90s, we were wired and well connected. Put it all down on technology, and lost everything we invested. We gotta start it off with a positive jam.
2: Everybody in the whole room started air guitaring and air drumming. And this guy was looking at me with these maniac eyes and a wide open mouth and a huge smile. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what the hell Listen. is going on? And it was one of those moments where probably it literally only happens four times in your whole life where rock and roll grabs you by the balls or the neck or the face. and Some just like of you. Yeah, something and just like... I don't know, what, what can you say? It's Just uh, something, something snaps in your brain and you're taken to the next level. And we stood there with these beers in our hands and listened to the whole album, Side One, Side Two, and by the end of the album I felt like I knew it and it was almost like I was almost singing along even though it was the first time I heard it and this friend of mine was singing along to these lyrics and pointing at like various lyrics that the lyricist Craig Finn was saying and... We were just going, Oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. What a great line. <laughs> and then the album finished, ten songs later, and my life has changed. And for the next half a decade probably, they ruined all other music for me. Nice. Like they made it that if I played Whoa. something else at home You were sad and you're hot. Uh, well, it wasn't that I was sad, I'd try and play something else and I'd get halfway through and I'd go, It's not as good as the whole like, steady. Yes. And I'd take it off and put the whole <laughs> steady back on. Cool, I don't know if we actually introduced the you album. We didn't. We did Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but well done. Do we do we want to like make out like I'm back there, no, or should we introduce it, just it just now? Just tell us It's The well, album please. is the debut album from the whole study, which came out in two thousand four. Two thousand four. It's called Almost Killed Me.
1: There you go. Nice. We did it. <laughs> you got there. You got we there. Do. We went via a church. But what an inspiring yeah. opening. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's I really know, cool. I we guess
0: did. right up there. with. with we things. should try could, that more often. You could taste the passion there. That yeah, yeah. was good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's actually hot. Oh, it is warming here too. So, great. So, in terms of your tour, T A W way we would pronounce it, but it's a really yeah. dumb. <laughs> so you're in Adelaide, yeah. You you're beginning the tour, you're ending the tour, you're halfway through. Like it's just random. You're going to a church. It's now. Well, the church was our friend's house where young. we were staying. So sure.
2: I don't know if it was halfway through or beginning or the end. You're just
0: there, and there, it and your mate says,
2: couple yeah. Let's dance, bro. Listen, yeah, basically, to this. you yeah. got it." And so the next few years, as I said, like every party that I went to, I'd be the one commanding the stereo. Putting my CD and turning it <laughs> up, the cops had <laughs> arrived. I'd be like dancing drunkenly around the lounge and <laughs> singing along <laughs> to this album. Yeah. You know, Everyone'd be like, "What's this? What's that guy singing badly to this song?" You
3: know, nice. Yeah. So I can't. When I edit this, I can't put that entire seventy-year recap that he does from the twenties through to the noughties, sure. because I'm going to start getting in trouble with the copyright people. But I really want to because it's amazing. It's one of the most amazing openings to an album. Like I mean, he Eighty years of history in two, two, line, two lines per decade, yeah, all the way through, yeah. and the most wry, sardonic take on the major things that happened, but not. And this is going to become Craig Finn's thing: is not really like abusive level. No. He doesn't hate it. It's just he's almost like stating facts. Factual. This yeah, is the stuff that thing. happened. Yeah. This is the thing yeah. that Super happened. Draw, yeah. My
1: favorite line in that though is still it's something that I've related to so hard since I came to Australia with cheers. I get bored when I didn't have a band. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I started a band man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. there we go. So it's just like this is like <clears throat> the introduction to Hold Steady it talks about all the sniffing little Indie kids or clustered up clever kids. This is hold mm. steady. Hold
3: steady. Yeah. So so yeah, we've got to start it with a positive jam and that's the name of the Song is Positive Positive Jam. Jam. So it's a band whose first song on their first album is about starting a band, which is just so cool. There's a band, there's an English band. Called Art Brute, who did the same similar things. Like, we yeah. joined a band, we joined a band. I love Art Brute. Yeah, like, first song great. on the first album. It was like, yeah. here's us. This is our introduction to us. I didn't
1: know you liked Art Brute. I love Art Brute. Yeah. Oh, I'm
3: going to talk about them more later on as well. <laughs> oh, here we go. There's yeah, there's a couple of Art Brute things in here that really blew, sort of blew my mind.
0: Nice. So, the whole city, had you heard of them before?
3: I had heard of them before. Of the second album, I've got. I own Separation Sunday and Boys and Girls in America. So, Separation Sunday had my little hood rat friend as one. the lead off single as mm-hmm. a second album, mm-hmm. and that got airplay on Triple J. And that's when I was like, hey, this is really awesome. I really like this sound. And you know, even back then I was probably like, oh, I want to own albums that are cool. And they, these guys had an air that was like, yeah, these guys are super cool. So I got it, liked it, got the next one and liked it. I, I honestly couldn't tell you many of the songs on them. I, I kind of liked them in the moment, but never really stuck through them. Sure. And then, but yeah, I didn't own this one. And so just those first two. There we go. But yeah, I knew of them. Because that was a
0: single, was it the um, Swish? Oh, no, no. Swish. So, so it was the first, um, second, second album, film. first second single
3: the second album oh, was okay. the one that got Triple J stuff. So that's what I never mm. went back and listened to the first one. Sure. true. Well, sure.
1: Have I? Mm. I have heard the whole study and I heard this album when it came out nice. in 2004. Well so yeah, so I was, yeah, what was I, 19 when it came out and yeah, it was just an album that came out, it's like a, on the rockier side of stuff and it was a bit interesting and um, it was played on the radio because I used to listen to alternative radio. So do you say so they you know, like Triple J, if it was really alternative? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, so there's <laughs> one called XFM. Um, so I used to listen to XFM all the time. So I heard it on that and just went, you're a bit interesting. Yeah, mm. So, um, yeah. And then uh, about – i know five or six of my friends went and bought the record and so it was played at parties and it was just like an album that everyone just listened to and then subsequent albums they got bigger and bigger and bigger but like you could never tell this was a debut album when you first listened to it you say this was an established but this is a band that had been going for 10 years um kind of album so um but it came out and it was it didn't sound like it was really weird to not be affronted by someone shouting at you Mm. um so what did you say his name was Craig Craig Finn Finn. Finn. yeah so um he was shouting but and as a as a woman I quite don't really enjoy men shouting at me Mm -hmm. um for someone that listens to punk but (laughs) I uh yeah but it was actually uh, he wasn't being aggressive he was just trying to get a point across being expressive Yeah, yeah being expressive and also um Lyrically, it's poetry rather than lyrics. Yeah. So um, I'd, sure. I'd say so. Um, yeah. Because so he doesn't uh, really
3: I, sing either. He's, no. It's more. Sh- it's more that shouting directly. It's not. He doesn't use a lot of melodies. A couple of times. a couple
2: of melodies he has, but he yeah. spreads them across all songs. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah so it's exactly. really Especially that. in the early days. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, yeah. I heard it. Heard it when it came out.
3: Grant, Had you heard of the Hold Steady and or any of their albums before? No. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> no. That's a no. I um look there's there's
0: a would have been one radio station and it would have been after ten way after my bedtime <laughs> um, with a with a DJ called Barney Simon that might have played um, some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also trying to get out of deepest darkest Africa at the time, yep. so I wouldn't have been too focused on the music side of things um, then. So I had yeah, total. You know, fresh off the boat, mm. but, and what an opening track! You're like, Woohoo. yeah, let's go!" You know. Uh, so, yes, have you guys seen any of you seen them seen them alive. I've seen them a few times, yeah. Oh,
2: yes. And so, um, live there, everything you'd hope, because they're an absolute celebration. Live, they mm. celebrate yeah. themselves, they celebrate the audience, they celebrate their songs. They make everyone in the room smile and everyone in the room wave their arms around, wave their beer around, <laughs> yes. spill the beer and um they're super inclusive and a great heavy tight rock group yeah. as well mm-hmm. and
3: it's pretty much hit after hit to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So I wow. saw them at Laneway Festival in 2009. I did too. In yeah. Melbourne. No, here in it? Brisbane. Then okay. laneway, when that was one of the early ones where they started the laneway yes. started touring, so yeah, agree with all of that. The only thing I will add is also, you know how Craig Finn is slightly off the beat when he's recorded ones. Live, he does not give <laughs> yeah. a fuck about the <laughs> yeah. beat at all. Like he is yeah. like, yeah. so he'll just start saying a line, and if the music, if the instrument guys are, are don't finish in the same time, yeah, I don't care. The line, mm-hmm. the line, the line finishes when I finish when I get to the end of it, and then sometimes like he'll be doing a line. And the musicians were already onto the chorus. You're already, yeah, you're subconscious of conscious. to he he catch up? He, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he just, he doesn't, like, it doesn't worry he doesn't, him that much. No, no, he just doesn't care. So, you know, that can be cool. It can be a little sure. off-putting, but it was, yeah, I was, because I was listening to it and I was like, oh, I'll go and see him live and they'll have to be super tight because they'll have, they'll have to hit all yes. the marks. And instead he just went, no, nah, I just do what oh, I don't want. Do that. No, that's fine.
1: I missed them at Festival because mm. I went to go and see someone
3: else.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're on at the same time. As happens, there's like four stages or whatever, so at like yeah. Leeds Fest. And I can't. I think it was the year where I think they were headlining one of the stages, and I was like, "Oh, it's one of the big stages. And it's going to the sound's going to be shit, and everything's going to be rubbish or whatever." And there was a tent where Gypsy. Folk rock band Go Go Bordellos. Oh, yeah, they're great. They were playing, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. That's just going to be that's in a tent, that's going to be a party. Mm. So I was like, I, I can see a whole study anytime. You know, I was just like in my 20s, I'm like, I can see them anytime. They're like in some big arena or that kind of stuff. Because by that point, they were arena. Levels, but Mm. um, I was at the end of a day at a festival, I think it had been raining since Yorkshire, so uh, I ended up just going. I think I went to go and watch Gogo Bordello. (laughs) Sorry, but I
2: may have chosen Gogo as well, (laughs) it was such
1: a good party, yeah. Uh, Yeah, there you go. So, sorry, Grant, you didn't not miss, you didn't see them, and you didn't
3: do that. Oh, they're still around, yeah. They put an album out last year after they'd had a bit of a break, and then yeah, they're not releasing as often as they before, no, from the US, from Brooklyn. Yeah. So, we talked about how that was a debut and a really strong debut. But Craig Finn and the Tad Kubler, who was the lead guitar and backing vocals, he played bass with Craig in another band called Lifter beforehand. Lifter. So, they were, I haven't heard yeah. anything by them, but they're I just really good. Know Lifter
2: that- Puller, they're like this 90s indie band, they've got yeah. quite a big catalogue, and mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, a little more indie rock sounding than yeah. the whole study, but really great.
3: But yeah, cool. it wasn't like the four of them were suddenly like, Hey, look at this thing that we could do and no one had seen us off do the before. Bat, yeah. yeah. Drop this. But yeah, still like an amazingly No, it doesn't sound like anything and this is probably a bit too sweet, but it doesn't sound like anything that I'd heard before. And I probably haven't heard anything like them before, again since. Like it's just such a unique style. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it's absolutely. Just, yeah, it's yeah. blows you away. Sensational. So um big tracks from your
0: side, George?
1: Oh, you're jumping to me. Oh, well, go we can go. Our, we let's can go,
4: go to our guest. Well, well I'd guest. like
2: to maybe ramble on further about why I love the album, if mm-hmm. that's okay, Please before do. we go to the I like the that stuff more than all this <laughs> yeah. talking about the tracks and shit. Um, let's go. What I feel about the album is that, uh, A, the production is super like, raw, honest, like it sounds like five dudes in a room bashing out the songs. Um, you can almost hear the, the air in the room, the atmosphere, the sort of like the way when you're playing guitar and you're ready to strum, you kind of hold the strings and you're ready to go and you can almost hear that little very natural uh, approach to the recording. And the recording is also mega dynamic, like it's very very uncompressed and Mm -hmm. it's very lively and it's got a lot of dynamics. And especially that first song... Uh, positive jam like they actually turn it right down to begin the yeah. to begin the song so yeah. you reach for the volume and you're like oh yeah I can, it's pretty good volume now and then that kick in it's like bam that you can yeah. hear you can hear the faders just going yeah. and it just slams which is so kind of cheeky but cool and this whole mm-hmm.
1: 20 seconds of guitar feedback just part one three it just yeah
2: went, Wee! yeah and yeah. it's just like
1: Wee! and then into that like muff so like it's yeah. like it's got a big muff or something yeah, that's playing right. the guitar solo like just yeah this is like what we're gonna do we're gonna go I'm gonna shout at you I'm gonna yeah. go <laughs> for twenty seconds and then I'm gonna play a dirty guitar solo through like the drudgiest pedals I could possibly yeah buy, and, that and verse... go this is who we are by the way yeah um, <laughs> get ready yeah, yeah
2: get ready for the swish number mm-hmm. two yeah. yeah and like that first song is really in a way it's like the most. Sort of in inverted commas indie rock song on the album because it's it's not as straight as most of the mm-hmm. rest of the album. Yeah, the rest of the album's almost like a very it's not conventional, but it, the chords and the structures are very familiar. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you hear them, and you're like, yeah, I dig it. I get it. I know where it's going to go next, and that's great. Mm. And like yes. music, like attitude-wise, it's. Um, Attitude and execution wise it's all punk rock. Like it's just here we are. Fucking deal with it, you know. <laughs> like this is it. It's gonna be it's gonna be like this. Mm. But it's- music wise it's Almost the opposite. It's like never happened. It's like, happened. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like yeah. it started in 1975 Straight, yeah, yeah. on Bruce Springsteen and kids yeah. and yeah, we took it yeah. from there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you, that's, you that's you the magic t- of it. Totally.
1: I was going to say at some point, I was like, you could play like that music. Take away the vocals, you mm. could play that music with a different vocalist from any era. Yeah, in the yeah. last like 40, yeah, 50 yeah, so years, and and it sounds like yep, correct.
3: exactly. Yeah, four yeah. guys who grew up listening to classic rock yes. on classic rock radio, and then went. We love that. Yeah. And what most bands do is like, okay, well now we're gonna filter it through an indie thing to get our sound and these yeah. guys are like, No, no, we just want to sound like that. Yeah. We love that. And <laughs> oh, we got we this love... guy singing. Yeah, yeah. we love just we love yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, do we care like why, And most yeah. bands would be like, Okay, well we'll have to trim down his Edges yeah. a little bit and trim off our edges a bit to meet him and, and it's like no no just mm-hmm. we'll play classic rock you sing really sardonic yeah. hipster lyrics and it's just gonna work and yeah. it shouldn't and it just does it's yeah, it just really really does. crazy yeah. <laughs> how well it works yeah well, which is funny because like, lyrics. Yeah.
1: Well, like yeah when if you listen to the swish though. You- But immediately thinking, it sounds like the intro to a Foo Fighter song. Mm-hmm. You right. just think, you yeah. just think like easy, it's nice, totally bombastic. Yeah, 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 it's like totally fine. And each instrument just joins in the party, yeah. like yeah. one after one, one after one, and, and then it's just some ball busting "fuck you, Beverly Hills" kind yeah. of yeah. song. You're like, and then it comes in, and you're like, well, we're not with the Foo's anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we, <laughs> yeah, we've so done. over the chorus, that's the other bit that sounds like Art Brute. Because there's like, it's an exact riff melody and like an effect pedal over the top that sounds like um, direct hit yeah. lead awesome. to that as well. It's just, and then, so then, so it's like the opening song and that, and then him shouting the lyrics, which is what the Dion Art Brute does. He doesn't sing, he shouts. It was yeah. just like, there's just, the connections were I really think they weird. They toured together, actually. Yeah, they mu- that like, that it would have just been be such a weird show. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I would have definitely seen that. Amazing. Yeah, That would have been amazing. Oh. Because
3: the dude from Art Brute does the same thing. Exactly. He, he yeah. talks his lyrics live mm-hmm. doesn't mind if he's not on the beat if he's a little bit behind it's not like that's not what he's about at all so it's just these two <laughs> things who've reached a very similar approach to it but english and uk and, yeah. and us and no that's reason true. to think that they ever like oh we t- we took a bit from them like the yeah mm-hmm. but yeah Switch is awesome
1: and it's also got uh, a really fun line which is something that i can almost relate to but which is uh, i
4: survived the 80s once i already
1: I was born in the 80s. I'd agree. I didn't didn't enjoy the 80s then. I don't like them very much. But uh, yeah, it's just like, I like that like whole name-dropping of f- famous yeah. artists. Yeah. Like they call me that, but then they call me and like, and they, yeah, go, so they mentioned two members of the band so randomly. Yeah. Robbie
2: Robinson and, yeah. and
1: Steve, Steve, Steve
3: Perry. Perry, Yeah, yeah. That's, right. oh. that's what she said. My name is Rick Danko but people call me One Hour Photo. Yes. I've got some hazardous chemicals drive around to the window. Yeah. So <laughs> I basically got the entire lyrics of half these songs written. On the I know. Song. That's yeah. my uh, notes. It's just pink- like the wordplay and the craziness of like mm. especially in that song where it's the chorus is like they call me this but I'm more like this and then like the metaphor of what what that means is just yeah I love it and then the, the awesome just guitar licks over the top of it are really cool definitely
1: well I do agree yeah. there you go. <laughs> I think we're all in agreement so um, just quickly
3: quickly to jump back to the start yes ish Debut solo, debut studio album released on March 16, thousand and four, on French Kiss Records, and it was ranked number ninety nine in Rolling Stone's hundred best albums of the decade. And that's all the marketing 99, I have pretty on smart. it because there, cause there was just, no, there was no charting. It didn't chart. It didn't. It's not platinum. It didn't. It's just. That
1: subject ones are all charted. They hadn't they? I
3: think so. Yeah. Yes. Abs- yeah. So I've got. Uh, Separation Sunday didn't, but Boys and Girls in America did, and yeah, and then all the rest of them master that they have. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because. By the time um, I was like getting married, um, I am subsequently divorced. Um, but by the That's time I was fine. getting married um, in 2011, I had I asked a whole bunch of my friends to all make Spotify playlists as my wedding playlist, like for the evening do, and one of my friends. Uh, I swear to God, he put like eight hold steady songs on, and I was just like, "Dude, it's my wedding. It's not not this guy's. It's my wedding. Like, pick something else." Um, just because he was so obsessed, like he was just like he owned every like everything, a piece of merch that you could mm. possibly buy, and everything. It was so funny. So yes, so uh, they definitely charted, and they uh, definitely got bigger and bigger and bigger by the time that I missed them at a festival because they were headlining some stage.
0: Mm. Cool. We all have decisions to make. In
1: life. We do, we do. But I, you know, dance with gypsies. Um, never mind. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, songs. Come on, well, so, songs. Let's okay. Go. So, ooh. Ooh, ooh, just to point close, out that, that we, our guest, Tim Timothy, has put. Per- <laughs> no one tells <has>, me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get used to it. Has brought with him the vinyl record of. So well, I love all most the songs. Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, to good. me, they've
2: all got merits. Um, they've all got things. Uh, one one thing I like stylistically about the whole study is they'll start a song with one thing. They'll play like a verse, for example, and then halfway through they'll switch, and they'll never return to that. Original yes. chord progression They'll go to part B mm-hmm. And they'll play part yeah. B for a while And then sometimes they'll go to part C And finish the song on part C And it's in a different key It might be a different tempo yeah. It's a completely different chord progression And it's super cool actually Like mm. It really works well keeps you on your toes They do that in a lot of songs um, For me, the last three songs on the album Kind of, it takes a drop in tempo mm-hmm. And it yeah. takes a drop in partying Sure and it goes down to a sort of more subdued, almost sort of sinister vibe. Uh, there's two tracks, Sketchy Metal and Sweet Pain. Sweet Pain's a super favourite of mine. It's really mm-hmm. slow, really sparse. Uh, it talks about the album's recurring characters, which appear on subsequent albums, yeah. Charlemagne, Holly and Gideon. I mm-hmm. did These three the teenagers who he mm-hmm. talks about a lot um, yeah. as a vehicle for his songwriting. So... Sweet Pain is really this super, like, um, I don't know how you describe it, like a very down moment of yeah. the album. I it's it very somber. Refrained. refrain, Restrain? sure. restrained. Restrained. It is like restrained. 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 Yeah. Prefer. And restrained. It's, it starts with just
3: him and drums as well, which yeah. is one of the only times that it does that. It's like it's normally, he normally has power stuff hanging behind That's him, right. which is what's driving it, but it's yeah. just really exposes his voice a lot more.
2: Yeah. It's
4: like. Pain up to his name, so now.
3: Uh, and that's um... you go. Oh, and the drum solo hits off beats as well. So the yeah. drum solo is not a consistent thing. It's, it's right two and then three and then back to two and then one. It's yeah. Discomforting.
2: Yeah, there's some funny stuff going on. I and like this then...
1: um he talks about the scene. He talks about scene. The scene. The scene oh, the scene a lot. lot. Yeah. Like yeah. like he's proving something to the scene or he's fucking up the scene, mm. but he also tries to unify the scene. And so in that in Sweet Pain, he says
4: oh, Scene.
1: I the of my scene. that's right. Uh, it's yeah. just like <laughs> and imagine <laughs> them all in like a corner table together and that exactly. kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, I was like, um, yeah, because he. Gives so much shit to people in the scene in other tracks. But then at the same time, it's like, I just want us all to be together.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I want everyone to
1: unite. But at the same time, you over there, you're trying too hard. And and (laughs) and that's
2: really the feeling you get at their gigs. Like you understand how back in the day, like 90s, 2000s, it was really still that issue of hanging on to a scene and mm. the scene would see through and the scene mm. would get the bands where they need to go and all that kind of stuff. I had
1: to hide my scenes with different friendship groups, which right. we've talked about before. I had like my electro friends, mm. have my punk friends, my indie friends and stuff. because And now the two shall meet.
0: Yeah, the twain.
3: A lot of the time it's almost as well, like when he's talking about different scenes and the people in it, he's not like he, he, he thinks they're bad. The scenes are bad, but not he's not blaming the people in them like he knows what's impacted them and wants like that sense of like they've joined it because they're looking for that sense of companionship and, a, yeah. and connection so he's like he's he almost huge like amount empathy that, yeah he it's states huge. that this is a thing that's happened and yeah you, you have to take that as being it's bad because that's the kind of vi- lyricist he is but it's not like bl- almost victim blaming sort of thing like he's, no, he's just saying this is a all. bad thing that's happened and we need to figure out what's you know, what makes sense and how to get people Even out of it. when he talks structures. about drug stuff or yeah. whatever
2: it might be, he's very, like, fly on the wall mm. rather than judgmental and things like that. Yeah. And then after, obviously, um Sweet Pain, it goes to Killer Parties, which is the so big good. arms around everybody so good. love so good. song <laughs> that they finish every gig with. Yeah. you do. And Oh, do. really? You, yeah. You couldn't
3: play anything after it. No, you couldn't. You couldn't like- and, uh,
1: but it sounds like The Cure. When it opens, it's just like <laughs> I just was like, it sounds like a cure okay. song, and then it go kind of gets it just gets bigger and bigger, and you're like, okay, we're still in the whole study, but it's like, you know, it's the end of the house party. It's the come that's down at true. the end of the party yeah. at yeah. the end of the
3: night. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wrote as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's also uh, that song is Trip Advisor. Um, I I wrote uh, because Advisor, the lyrics
4: are. are and we found out Virginia really is for the lovers. Full of friendly friends that'll love you like a brother. Pensacola parties hard with poppers, pills, and Pepsi. Ebor City is trace speedy, but they throw such killer parties.
1: And I was like, okay
4: it's now i yeah there's the now, east coast right. Right. yeah yeah, yeah. So
1: trip of america it's like they've been to all these places and they figured it out so they're like yeah okay and it's like an epilogue to their journey and they're like and then we wrote this record so mm. you're welcome
3: yeah <laughs> so it's so much of the album is like it's about the life of being in a touring band and going to all these places and seeing all this stuff happen which Ooh. is really good for like a first album as well like yeah it's but like we said, we, they all had experience being in bands. They'd seen all this sort of stuff before.
2: But their lyrics are like um, often fairly collage-like. In the, Yeah. <clears throat> their lyrics are at once about these three characters, Holly, mm-hmm. Gideon and Charlemagne, and he throws in random observations about being teenager or being a young person and the stuff that goes down. And then he'll make it really personal and he'll sort of dance around quite a lot. And like, you know, obviously the style of the – Presentation of the music and the lyrics owes a little to say Springsteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Bruce Springsteen would never dare write a song which skates around like that and just is a bit is more past the issue Like he sticks to the theme, make it all tie together. But I love the way Craig Finn, he he paints a picture, but it takes the whole album for you to yeah. really understand the picture and really feel like you've got it.
3: You know, mm-hmm. certain songs. But
0: it, put, the, yeah. the line though in, in Killer Parties, oh yeah, yeah, almost killed me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wrote down. There you go.
3: Yeah, and it's not. It's the same thing again. It's not. Therefore, they're terrible, or you know, I've no, got to stop other people no. from doing it or anything. It's like this yeah. is, but it's a state. Like when people go around talking about oh, killer parties. It's like yeah, people die or people nearly die at killer parties. So you know, just I guess almost like be aware of that. Don't buy into it necessarily, or be yeah, be careful yeah. at them. But not like oh, so they shouldn't exist, and everyone exactly, should be going yeah. to bed at eight no, o'clock, no. and it's all you know, yeah, yeah it's straight and narrow.
1: I like a killer party. Yeah, as long as it
3: doesn't actually kill people. As long as it doesn't kill kill people. No,
1: but I've been to a few where I felt like I died.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So you were going to go to certain songs. Certain songs. Which has a heart on it.
3: Which is awesome because he talks about Billy Joel and Meatloaf and then he references Billy Joel and it sounds like a Billy Joel song. Yeah. Except I when it sounds Billy like a Joel Meatloaf song. And I Billy Joel like five times. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because I'm a massive Billy Joel fan. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a Billy Joel-esque feel on the whole piano. Uh, but yeah, he does indeed talk about those people. So um, yeah. So he wrote that of the lyrics.
4: to the summer smoke and the meat love to the Billy Certain songs they get so scratched into our souls. Mm.
1: And as we know, Billy Joel gets scratched into my soul. Yeah. Mm. But it's true, and uh, like that's just like getting certain songs they get scratched into our souls. Mm. That's just really nice like and and it's I'm sure that you feel this way Tim. Having about brought, yeah, songs, about these particular yeah, yeah. songs. Um, and he calls out the actual jukebox numbers, which mm, I thought was yeah. really nice in the yeah. lyrics. So.
3: B1 is for the good girls, it's only the good die young. C9 is oh. for the making eyes, it's paradise by the dashboard light, which is the meatloaf song. D4 is for the lovers, B12 is for the speeders. And the hard drugs are for the bartenders, the kitchen workers and the bartender's friends. True like, story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I really enjoy Thanks.
1: lyrically is the fact that you know that all of this is real. It's yeah. it all happened. It's his own true stories or stories his friends have told him. They're all, all the actors are all real people. They might just have a different name.
2: I feel like the realness has been filtered quite a lot. Like it might not be firsthand, like actually mm-hmm. that happened to that guy on that date. Mm. It might be just like he's someone who can assimilate so much info and uh, so many feelings about things that when he puts it back out, it's perhaps um, a, a story being told but with so much real backbone that it, it, it works, you know, mm-hmm. in that way.
1: Yep, I like it. Like just Well, it leaves a little bit of... Like, room for interpretation yeah. and stuff. Um, and some of the stuff is repeated. Like, mm. um, he'll repeat the same lines again and again. And you're mm. like, Ooh, what do you mean by that? I'm not sure. But, yeah, otherwise, I feel like he t- he's telling us quite a few stories, which is nice. Um, so uh, there's um, some synth keep kind of noises. Oh, yeah,
3: for like a really short bit of one song. and then In it, Knuckles. In Knuckles and then in it never Knuckles. happens again. Yeah. Entire, so it's yeah. like, we just needed it and then, no, we don't want and it. That's that was okay. it. That's literally yeah. it. So yeah. he,
1: there's palm muted like guitars to open with. And I was like, so it's rather than being like a big full strum, we've got like some palm muting going on. And then there's some like, yeah, random pew pew noises on a synth. And then we go, full band.
3: Yeah. Done. And we're here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so... Thank you for that. But that's it when I came in going, it's hard to date this. Mm. And like, there was a soft drop. Yeah,
0: that's a good description.
1: Yeah, it's hard. And good. like, after two minutes, a soft drop just with bass. And I'm like, mm. and then big outro with, and I, I've written, it scratches the itch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, you've just like, as a track, it's like, it drops you. Then it's gone. Is this Knuckles? In Knuckles. Yeah, because yeah. Knuckles yeah.
2: drops a lot in the middle. Like yeah. It goes to nowhere. Yeah, And you're hanging on. You're like, wow. It's just the best. Come best on, come on. Bring like, it back. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's it. And, and you're waiting and you're on the edge of your seat. And then yeah. you go, yeah, there it is. And so, yeah, it brings you on the journey.
3: Because that's the one where he talks about and I won't drop the lyric in because it's across like the whole song, but he goes, I've been trying to get people to call me Freddie Knuckles, but people keep calling me Right Said Fred. And then yeah. he changes it to Freddie Mercury and people keep calling me Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. I've been trying to get people to call me Sunny D because I've got the good stuff kids go for, but people keep <laughs> calling me Five Alive. And then I've been trying to get people to call me Johnny Rotten, but people keep calling me Freddie Fresh. So and it's so t- like
2: is, some people like listen to that song. Like I've been in the car with people who listen to that song and they go, no, I don't get it, dude. <laughs> and that's the song which breaks them on the album. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, like, that's the lovely thing about the whole study and the lyrics is, like, you know, there's plenty of humor mm. and plenty of absurdity and also, like, plenty of romance as well.
3: And also, like, self deprecating as well. Like, he doesn't take himself so seriously. Like, this here's me, everybody yeah. listen to me. I've got the the story that's going to solve the world or fix the world or anything he's like no i'm, I'm as to blame uh, as yeah. anybody for a lot yeah. of the stuff that happens
1: but then in hostile maths that's when he is like punching holes in the whole fake mm. scene kind of stuff and like uh, again full lyrics you can't really do but there is a sax solo um yeah. uh, but like he talks about someone having like a knockout necktie or a sleeveless yeah. dress and a sleeved up lifestyle and people being into hardcore, or um, he had no shoes or pants. <laughs> and um, But then he says, that's how I know you're lying. It just looks like overacting. Like, he's looking at the scene and just picking it apart. And just yeah. like, like, I'm picking on you because of this, and I'm picking you out. And uh, that was, like, the one time that he's really, like negative about the people in the scene. Right, mm. okay. Like but, as opposed to thinking yeah, as opposed to like picking apart the scene.
3: That also has the line where it's <laughs> That's four lines, but where he says skimpy little outfits and bad guys acting crazy, he that he runs that long and it runs into the music's already started for the next line and he right. just runs the line long and then just sings the other two lines. <laughs> which I'm just like, Can you plan that? Or does he just like are they all are they just recording the whole thing live and he just Sings and then they just As keep playing and just assume he's going to catch up where no, it is, he'll or be do you recording the vocals it, afterwards. But yeah. he'll
2: just be on his own groove, and they they won't do a ton of takes. They won't. Like he'll yeah, just he'll one just one do it because it was be, like, do yeah.
1: they even play the music behind him? Do they uh, just put him in a studio? To a click track, so like a and click track or you've something. You've got three minutes. No, of no, silence. They'll, they'll, the band, yeah. will, record, uh, the band will record the music,
2: and he'll yeah. go to the booth and just record, sing along. I was along.
3: just joking. Yeah. But yeah. but he, but he could joking. like I it feels that, like he could I be. I was <laughs> just
1: <laughs> saying because he doesn't align. He's so
3: with yeah. just, sometimes he's so disconnected from the music, the pattern of the music that you think is he even listening? Like he's that he doesn't have to be. It's fine, but he might just be yeah off in his own little thing. Grant, did you have any songs that you wanted to talk about that we haven't covered already?
0: Most people are DJs we've spoken to. No, no, What a so solo. Yeah, yeah the solo just Huge keeps solo, going. What? A like- solo, did it have to end?
3: And so flipping oh, abruptly. How awesome is the ending of that song? It's just like, awesome. On a, or for on on a dime. I loved it because it's just like, just
2: no. It's like the I tape runs it. out. But yeah. I don't
3: know if it was tape in those hey? days. Like yeah. it <laughs> might have been tape, Man. Because when you're watching out the timer, you, that you're hearing before. it at like three seconds and you're like, no, I've misremembered this. Something must happen here because there's no way this has three seconds and then two and then just, oh, but, my God, what just happened? But, yeah, like two and a half minutes of power, of power solo at the end. Oh, like the song awesome. just has its three minutes and then okay. – Craig's just like, okay, you guys. And it sounds like he's just going for it. Like, they're not, again, he wouldn't have done
2: Mm. eight takes of that. He would have done one. Or maybe two, you know? Yeah. Really?
1: I had a really relatable lyric to my uh, life going to raves and stuff. He was talking about DJs, um, which is, You're up to your neck in sweat and wet confetti. That's (laughs) (laughs) right. I'm not going to lie. That's been me. (laughs) Once, Uh, perhaps. Maybe no. <laughs> maybe in the last few years that some, like, clubs or whatever. Yeah, no, I have no, no issue. And um, I also
3: love the line in that song, it's a big world girl and I can't understand it, we're tiny white specks on a bright blue planet. That's great too. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. other
0: one, it was um, You Gotta Dance, another last big, the second last track. You've Is dance. that
3: Sweet Pain? Sweet Pain's the second last song. Yep. Oh, you've got the did version. You, did you with listen the to the extra... extra the extra songs oh, on there? Right. Oh, you, nice. got a... yeah. you got a dance is got dance is fantastic though. That's such a great oh. song. You got, no, a
0: you dance. got to... I've got a nice big guitar riff. It's a really great. No, I song. I listened to it? an extended version. You did. Wow.
3: Yeah. To... Yeah. Changes everything, I think you listened to the Australian edition. A killer part... killer, parties, killer parties, is parties is supposed to be the last song. Really? Yeah. Oh
0: no. See <laughs> so
1: now, now, you're having to rethink everything.
0: Yeah. Now I'm on my toes. What a great closer. Only 10, because you said 10. And I'm like, what do you mean 10? I like, got 15. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what I love mean? that
1: you referenced how it's not Springsteen earlier because he has a reference to Springsteen in Bar Fruit Blues. Yeah. Uh, so with the lyrics, this was supposed to be a party. Half the crowd is calling out for Born to Run and the other, the other half is calling, calling out for out to born, born to Lose. To lose. So good. And then <laughs> baby, we were all born to choose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, so I was like that. That was a well-needed lyric, so mm. uh, yeah. So that was a really descriptive, particular like one. And there was,
2: This was supposed to be a party. This
1: was, this was but uh, it's not blue. It's
3: not a blue song. No, anyway, it's, not it's a like blues. a power. It's almost hair metal. Almost yeah, I, hair I, metal song. I wrote cock rock. Yeah, yep. yeah, All right. Oh,
1: yeah, it's a cock rock song.
3: Just yeah, no shame about like this is the stuff that we listened to when we were growing up. This is stuff we love when we were kids. We want, we want to, and it almost feels like it's like. We want, we want to have something that people can dance to when they come see us live. So we don't want people sitting around, you know, if it's, if it's really ponderous, like, oh, listen to Craig, and oh my God, you're right, the, the world is yeah. broken or whatever. But no, no, we just want it to be a party and then you can use the recorded album to have deep thoughts and really think about stuff. So what's the best way to a party is like, well, it's just power rock, big riffs and you know it's big totally power like, drum yeah. stuff so it was yeah it was really cool
1: i really like in the verses and that where it strips it back to just a really dirty bass line and the vo- mm. vocals that's it that's it it's just like grungy like again like fuzzy dirty sound bass and it's like yeah i really love that yeah. and then with his vocals over the top and then it comes to full band cock rock, done like uh, with these guitar licks underneath it so there's strumming and stuff that's happening and then there's guitar licks under the vocals and it's just like yeah this is all party all the time
2: and it's funny because when they play live Craig has a guitar on most of the time, mm. but he barely plays it. Yeah. And on the record, it's kind of the same. Like, you can hear all Tad's stuff and it's super cool and thought out. And then sometimes in the background you hear this little, mm, you know, yeah. little bit of strumming here and there and you think, there's Craig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just like, yeah. I want to hold a thing. Yeah.
2: <gasps> yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> it's, um, I mean, there's some songs where he's playing features more than others. Like, you can pick places where he and Tad have really, you know, worked out their parts together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then others where, you, you know, he's... Sort of holding down the rhythm side of things and just
3: doing that. Great. tell us about the five bonus songs since we didn't listen to them. What what, what are are your good ones? What are some of the good ones on there?
0: Um, Certainly, as I mentioned, You Gotta Dance. Mm -hmm. Um, Huge, nice guitar riff. And I I like the ending, actually. Modesto is not that sweet. That's great too. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. so, yeah, I'm just like, we thrown now because I'm like, oh, man, I've listened to extra five songs. Like, What's going on here? So I think that was even um, the
3: Australian edition. So oh. Yeah, it was. Special edition release here in Australia well, for it. So this is my,
0: my, my
3: new Your Australian coming, coming through. Yeah. yeah, There you go.
1: There you go. <laughs> Cause we had the Spotify link, so we had a, yeah, we had a different version. Yeah, you followed it. I mean, um, listening <laughs> to the instructions. So you know how I like talking about bass?
0: No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't mentioned
1: that. Uh, Sketch metal Single like bass plucks, there's like vocals over it. like bluesy, drawn out bass, like just uh, like really long notes, yeah. like not playing any scales, we're not doing anything, we're just going boom, and the vocals are happening, and we're like boom, and then there'll be an occasional twiddly guitar just going, well, I'm here. Yeah, Wait, and I'm it's,
3: here. yeah,
2: the guitars aren't overthought, they're just nope. doing their thing. Yeah,
1: And like, again, even the drums are drawn out, like. Like he's barely trying. Like he's like, oh, I'm kind of at the party, but I'm not really here, you know. I'm just. I'll like, just hold down mm-hmm. the tempo. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even holding the tempo. Like the bassist is doing all the work. Yeah. It's just, but then it climbs with these. The bass starts to play twiddly things, and the lagar- guitar starts to play twiddly things, and they do this sort of climb together as they get higher and higher, like up the scale, and then I think he goes into the solo. So it just like goes. Mm. Here we are. Like we've taken you on a journey. We've climbed. Um, but yeah. But if they do say things like, "We get ideas from some dangerous thinkers." Yeah. Like I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do those.
3: So I said this was a lighter in the air ballad, which I, I don't like lighter in the air ballads. But if you're gonna, if if you had a moment in the gig which was lighter in the air time, this would be. I think this nah. was it. It just like starts off really slow and mellow, and then yeah, that slow build up.
1: And I think people oh my, carry lighters mobile mm-hmm. phones in the people air people put mobile phones on yeah even worse than lighters can put the lights
4: on the camera phone yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. There there's a
2: bit of sort of sarcasm in the song about the whole sort of
4: rock and roll world it's the music well. scene yeah so yeah. he he says fell pretty robbed up pretty close with some rock and roll performers stayed up pretty late with some rock and roll performers it's always entertaining when you're hanging out
3: Like yeah, it's a sad idea of just meet and greets and meeting the right people and saying hi to the right people and yeah, yeah that's right. trying to party with the right people, <laughs> which I could never do. Which is probably one of the reasons I couldn't didn't make it. <laughs>
1: you didn't make it. <laughs> yeah,
3: I got invited. I, when I was doing YouTube. my music journalism stuff, I got invited to a lot of Christmas parties and various parties and stuff. But if I got bored, I just was like, "Well, I'm bored and I'm leaving." Whereas I think mm. the idea is you're supposed to stay and network yourself and try and make yourself available to lots of people and do stuff. But I was just like, I, if I got bored, I just left.
1: You should send me instead, and I'll be like, "Hello, well, I'm was, Liam. How are like you?"
3: I'm Liam. <laughs> no. This was 15 years ago, so it was.
1: I didn't know you then.
3: No, it would have been difficult. Oh. What a different world we'd live in. I mm-hmm. know, right?
0: 2004 to now.
1: Yes.
3: Are
0: we are we just in oh, I think we're I think we're, yeah, good it, together, yeah, we're good I don't to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's um let's dance. So the whole steady debut album almost killed me. Final pitch, Tim, over to you, sir. Okay, final pitch.
2: Uh the album does it for me and it it's flawless to me because of its absolute um undiluted passion across all uh, areas vocals, uh, performance of the music, lyrics um it's such a unique voice in craig finn uh it's delivered so brazenly it's super brash and just super punk rock in that way mm-hmm. and for me it carries me all the way right from the first part of the last there's never a dull moment and uh it makes me leap out of bed and run out
0: of the house screaming you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's <laughs> me, flawless There we go.
1: Sounds like our house is on fire. (laughs) What a way to wake up. Jeez, Jeez. Awesome. A
0: quick summation of like the last 80 years in the opening track, is it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if you're my
3: neighbour, like there's me screaming out of the house every morning. (laughs) Liam, over to you, sir. Hello. So, yeah, I Flawless or not? I had had the two albums after this and they didn't really stick in my memory. So I whacked this on and looks like right from the start you're blown away by – The balance between his his approach, which is negative, it's not down, but it's you know he's looking, he's pointing out things that are bad, and just the music's just pure absolute joy, and you can't you know they're not fighting against one another. He obviously wants the music to be loud and joyful as well, because if he didn't, he wouldn't be in this band. He would just form a band where he just does like really negative dour music all the time. Mm -hmm. So to find that balance between huge power rock, these huge chords, and just so unabashedly take the stuff that you love and then Mix it with the stuff that he's doing which is this awesome poetry style things and really like pointing out stuff and without edging down any of it it was just really amazing i think like the opening song is just one of the all-time great opening songs with that 70 years in review the closing song is probably one of the great closing songs as well like killer parties it's the come down it's the end of the night they nearly killed me um and then all the way through there's not a step there's no wrong step there's no song that you'd go oh this isn't as strong as the other ones or I'd cut this one down it's a great length it's 10 songs it's put that perfect length it's the four people who very clearly are experts at what they do coming together and merging it in a way that doesn't make sense but just makes complete sense so for yeah. that I found it flawless.
0: Wow. Oh, there you go. Look
3: at you go. <laughs> what a day this is. Goodness.
1: Here we go. Liam.
3: <laughs> George.
1: Hello. Like a boy. Like, Over to you, flawless George, or God not. I. Debut album. Debut album, almost killed almost me. Almost so killed me. I hadn't listened to this in quite some time because I didn't have my friends who were like super obsessed anywhere near me playing it at all the parties. So it was really nice to get back into again. So uh, thank you uh, for that because oh, I hadn't, genuinely hadn't listened to it. So I listened to it for uh, with fresh ears. That's what mm, we say, isn't it? Yep. Like fresh me, ears. yes. Yeah, fresh ears. Crisp. Uh, so yes, so... Um, debut album sounds like they've been together 10 years so like that's something you can definitely chalk up as a success they're accomplished and i feel like they are like Really enjoying each other's company in order to create yeah. each of their tracks. Like you feel like they're friends. They're not like they don't. They're not forced to be together in a house and like um, and write an album and all, like under duress. I feel mm. like they did this through the pure mm. joy of wanting to do it. Uh, so I that's what I really enjoyed. I, the lyrics are more poetry than just lyrics as well, and everything tells a story. The problem. I kind of had sometimes is that I felt like they were all trying to prove a point at some point. So in mm-hmm. each, so in like different songs, either the guitar solo was just a bit too much, or the bass was like going, "Hey, I'm here," and it's like we know, or the drums are like going. Don't forget me. Um, and like they it felt like they were competing sometimes for the attention, but none of them were gonna get the attention because Craig was just up at the front going, "I'm shouting at you." So for that, means I just I feel like their later albums, for me, were like closer to it being flawless when they'd kind of reined it in a bit and turned it more into radio-friendly, I guess. But I think it's an awesome album. I think people should listen to it. But it wasn't a flawless from me. So I'm handing okay. the baton over to
0: Mr. Grant. Mr. Grant, Mr. Grant, oh, what a <laughs> tackle!
1: Ah, well, we got Timothy earlier. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs>
0: oh, all right. Um, look, Title Virgin. With the whole city for whatever reason, I'm, I'm intrigued as to what was going on in my life at that time, with migration aside and the multiple albums post. Um, great opening track, great closing track. Yeah, we've we spoken to it and loved it. Um, I thought the first four or five were really good, up to probably about Knuckles, to be honest. And then... It, I sort of got a little bit lost, hostile Massachusetts, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the two, up to sweet pain, I was like a little bit, and maybe it's because I am sort of want more of the upside and it's right. like they're a bit <laughs> like on the downside. Um, so for that, and, the, and yet killer parties was, you know, I suppose something to bear in mind. And I'm like, yes, that's really, really good. So for mine, I'm going to have to say no for this one, mm. but a really – not from the fact to listen to the first 15 <laughs> um, But that's okay That's the Australian version I'm going to say no But thank you sure. for bringing it oh, my Great, pleasure. great album to listen to And um, there we go So thanks everyone for listening We have a Facebook, Twitter and Instagram uh, We are Flawless AMP on all of those So you can join the conversation Share or like our posts Or give us a rating Every little tiny bit helps Find us more music lovers Like you as mentioned, we also now have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Flawless AMP. If you'd like to back us, check check us out. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.
4: And if she says we partied, then I'm pretty sure we partied. I really don't remember. I remember we departed from our bodies. We woke up in Ebor City